At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I'm R.J. Bell with the Sports Bending Headlines for Wednesday. Lakers season is over. And what were the odds of that entering the year that they wouldn't even make the playoffs? 16 to 1 that paid. 16 to 1 long shot. But LeBron's probably not done. We'll explain. The winner of that game, Suns, three with a franchise record. There, tonight, there was a nine grade about Booking and Chris Paul. Phoenix Suns. In the West, obviously. Tiger Woods and the Masters starts tomorrow. Tiger to make the cut? Even money, pretty much. How about to win it all? The 16th favorite. How could that be? Here comes a four out of the Vegas truth covering all that and more. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, RJ Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm RJ live in Las Vegas, live on a Wednesday, live on 225 FSR stations across this great, great nation. And we're live the day before the Masters. And oh, those dastardly cockroachy bookies. I mean, this is the group of people that literally they offered. Now, this wasn't in Nevada. This was offshore years ago. They offered 25 to 1 
that an alien ship would land in at during the halftime show. Yeah. So Tiger <laughs> so so the fact that Tiger Woods is 45 to 1, I mean in a way you could say that's generous because you got to think Tiger has a better chance than the aliens landing. Right? Yeah, I I would think so. It seems and, fair. And remember, you know how in those Super Bowl bets they make it very specific like during the game Will Tom Brady's uh, father be shown over under one and a half times? But if if one's in the pregame and one's five minutes after the game, it doesn't count, right? Well, they were very clear. Aliens landing at halftime. If, <laughs> if, if aliens had landed in the middle of the second quarter, you wouldn't have got paid. Can you come back? That's, come back? <laughs> that's who you're dealing with right here. Don't forget that, kids. Well, one day, kids. <laughs> sports bettors listen for the money, and it's not easy. And sports fans are no more than their buddies. He is the fan who beats the man, A.J. Hoffman. Thank you, R.J. Great to be here on a day before Tiger Woods tees off in search of his sixth green jacket. Baseball's opening day less than 24 hours out, and the Lakers missed the playoffs for the second time in four years of LeBron. What is the Vegas lead? It can't be anything but Tiger, but this is what we're going to do. We're going to touch on Tigers specifically first. Then we're going to get to some Lakers talk, get to some other talk. And then at the end of the show, about 645 or so, a little later, is we Eastern. We will have some best bets from some experts. I'm not a, a golf expert, right? I mean, I'm an expert. I, I put a lot of eights up. Let me just say that. So <laughs> we called them a snowman back in the day. Now, <laughs> is that putt putt or are you talking on a real course? Listen, you would not want me in putt putt. Let's just say that. <laughs> You, you and McKenzie could play best ball, and I'd win. But anyway, <laughs> Vegas lead, Tigers. Yeah, Tiger Woods, now, the like you mentioned, the 15th favorite, 45-1 to 1 to win his sixth green jacket. Okay, now what's very important to remember, and that tees off tomorrow, do we have Tiger's um, uh, pairing yet? Look into I, it that. Has, it has been announced. I, I don't recall who it was. I'll look yeah, that up. Mackenzie, look into that. Because I I got an idea if the pairing, and usually usually there's three golfers. It's, it's Louis Oosthuizen and Joaquin Neiman are his pairings. Okay. Newman from, from Seinfeld? No, Joaquin ne- Neiman. Oh, okay. Now, I'm not a golf guy, so are either of those guys like close to uh, like a top 20 player? Uh, I, I, take a gander I don't think, current, I, I don't think g- currently. Well, it's probably not much of a debate, right? You can you know, just glance through the World rankings. And, yeah, yeah Neiman see. is ni- he's 19th in the odds at 50 to 1. Uste is in 45 to 1, so the same odds as Tiger. Okay. So my theory is this. Those two are going to have a scrutiny on them that they've never had before. I don't care if they won a tournament. To be candid, I'm not even sure if they won them. Uh, even if they won somehow, a uh, one of the majors, I don't think they would have as much attention as they're going to have. Remember, these are the first two rounds they keep the same pairings. So I'm looking, and I'm going to look at it before the end of the show. I'm looking to fade those two because let's be honest, a bunch of pressure and attention, and the crowd like making noise when you're swinging. I mean, what do you think the the crowd's going to be like on, on, with Tiger? 
I mean, they'll certainly be pro-Tiger. Oh, but uh, I'm saying, how many people do you think is going to be there? They're going to be. It's going to be massive crowds. It's going to be the and, max, the max amount that could possibly fit. Uh, Agreed. And Louis Oosthuizen was runner-up in the 2012 Masters to Bubba Watson, Long and he lost. He lost on in extra holes, so there was probably some scrutiny then. But I think that this may even beat that. Well, if anything, him having such a and he's never won a Grand Slam since. So if anything, he's been living with that for a decade. So I don't think when the pressure when the lights get that pitch again, I don't think it's going to be a good memory. So I'm going to look to fade those two. Not and, and again, I'm talking about maybe don't make the cut, maybe find them in some matchups to go against them. And remember, that's an important point with golf. We can give you the basics, like we said, we got expert picks coming up. But in general, the the more square action, the more recreational action, the non-professional action is going to be who's going to win the tournament, 45 to one, for Tiger, let's say, or as it is now. Okay, but the hold percentage, the commission, the bookies charge for those kind of bets are uh, ridiculous. They're huge. So a typical minus 110, minus 110, you're betting, let's say, the, let's say, who, Texas Tech is, is probably the uh, Huey Goose. Louis Oosthuizen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're the Louis Oosthuizen of the NCAA basketball tournament. And guess who Tiger is? Tigers Duke. 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 Yeah. Yep. This is very different. But <laughs> what's fascinating is if you look at Tiger and you say, okay, in that pool, which is to win the tournament, he's 15th, 16th favorite, okay, in that range. Well, how is he going to do in his matchups, which are what's a matchup? A matchup is one golfer against the other. Usually the golfers are pretty comparable in talent. Um, usually they're bigger names. They try to find some bigger names. And, you know, back in the day, it was who's going to do better, Phil or Tiger? And the hold percentage on those bets are, are, are much smaller. Like that minus 110, minus 110 is about 5%. And the hold on, let's say, who's going to win the Masters is probably five to six times as much, like 25%, 30%. Yeah, and you know why they can do that? Because the the whole percentage isn't obvious. When you have a hundred golfers and there's no ability to bet the no, it's hard to know what the odds should be. Now you can get a spreadsheet and figure it out, but you can't really. No one can do it with their eyeballs. You know, with just you know at a glance. So what do they do? It's like a little trick for those who are, let's say, becoming more fluent. If you are, if you ever go and want to get the prefix, AJ, have you ever gotten the prefix at a, a, a restaurant? No, sir. All right. So the prefix is like um, you have like three or four uh, rounds of food or courses, I guess, as they call them. And they say, OK, it's 115 bucks or something. This is fairly expensive uh, or, you know, based on how expensive the restaurant is, but based upon the menu, it's going to be more expensive than the probably the most expensive thing on the menu because they're going to give you a little bit more food and the, the chef is cooking it special, not just for you, but whoever else is getting the prefix that day, right? So it's really, if you're going to go to a nice restaurant, you got the money, it's a great way to do it because you get the best of the stuff. You know, they buy the fish special or whatever. But if they, they're at the most expensive places, they don't even put a price on the prefix. But... 
you see that sometimes, you know, I've never gone to like a thousand dollar restaurant, you know, but I've gone to a hundred dollar restaurant, you know, not that many times, but I have is at a place like that, they should have the price on there, but they sometimes don't add a prefix with the prefix. And here's the trick. Ask him what the price is. Cause whatever it is, you're going to get the better price by asking if you, if there's a range <laughs> a and point. I can promise you, you're not getting the same price if you act like it doesn't matter. That that's when you get to 145, and the and the other, you know, if you ask, it's 115, sir. And it's almost hard to blame them, right? But I mean, I blame them, but still, you've got to ask. Well, we this is like the prefix is unpriced because you don't really see what the whole percentage is. And let me tell you, when no one's watching, the bookies are taken with both hands. Know that for sure. Now, let's look at, like we said, the matchup. So that straddle is more like a minus 110, minus 110. You know, sometimes it might be a little more. Okay. So you're getting about one-fifth, one-fourth of the VIG. I mean, that is humongous. Whatever it is you have to overcome, the whole thing, bookies always win. It's only about the VIG. So in one case, it's like going to pay $12 for gas versus $3. It doesn't make much sense to pay 12 that's what you're doing if you're betting who's going to win it. And you can pay three, at least in this analogy, not really, if you bet the matchups. And let me prove to you how much smarter those betting the matchups are. So, AJ, right now, Tiger Woods is matched up against Simpson. What's his first name? We know? Webb Simpson. Webb, okay. Now, Webb Simpson, what is his odds to – so now looking at the to win the tournament – pool of bets what's his odds to win the tournament he's 130 to 1 130 to 1 says aj doing a mckenzie voice okay (laughs) 130 to 1 now tiger's odds are 45 to 1 correct yes okay thanks mckenzie almost one third okay now here's the question in that matchup mckenzie what's the odds Webb Simpson is the favorite, minus 185, Tiger Woods, plus 160, take back. Now think about this. You're getting taught a very important lesson right here. Every pool isn't the same level of sophistication. And in one hand, if you do the math on that minus 180, plus 60, 85, plus 60, whatever, that range, is what does it say the Simpson should win? How many times should he beat Tiger heads up? 64 out of 100 times, the match All right, says. so 64%. But if you decide to bet Tiger to win it, you get 45 to 1. If you bet Webb Simpson, you get 130 to 1. Uh-huh. I mean, I, <laughs> math, I mean I'm, not as, I'm not as good at math as you are, Jay, but there, it seems off. It is. It, it's, well, <laughs> listen, it's not off. It's just two different – one of them has got to be off. <laughs> and let me tell you something. Which one – is Freddie Fanny Pack and Barney at the bar playing? Which market's he playing? You think he's playing heads up against Simpson? No, he's playing Tiger to win. If, if I walked in a bar right now and said, anyone here ever hear Webb Simpson? <laughs> They're saying Homer Simpson? No, Webb. Sim-. And it's like, nah. Well, I'll give you plus 130 on Tiger Woods versus Webb Simpson. They'd, they'd like bull rush, they'd knock me <laughs> over. I mean, how excited would they be? But 
it's only those listening to this show. Otherwise, <laughs> sports bettors listen for the money. Let's not forget. What would you bet, AJ? Uh, I, w- I would be much more willing to bet Webb Simpson. Is that how you would say it? much more willing? Okay. I- this <laughs> would be Webb I don't Simpson. Know if, though, I don't know enough about Webb Simpson to bet on him. I, don't, I mean, Webb Simpson may have one leg for all I know, but I, I certainly am not looking to bet Tiger to win so this tournament. So you're saying Tiger would have a physical edge? I mean, wh- why would you say one leg when Tiger is struggling with his leg? If he, if he had, I would just say I don't know what Webb Simpson is. I don't know anything about him, so I, I can't just blindly say so, <laughs> he'll beat Tiger. But. I, I would guess that he's probably a lot. He's a lot closer well, to being better than Tiger than Tiger is to being a, a, the best on this field. Backing up a second, I'm asking you why. When you said you could have said Webb Simpson, even if he had a blindfold on, or you could have said if he drank uh, 20 beers the night before. Why did you say if he had one leg? I don't. It's the first thing that popped into oh, my head. I don't that's know. Sick. You got a sick mind. That's I know. A, that's AJ Hoffman. I'm RJ Bell, who would never do that. Never. Of course not. No, I mean, at least not on air. I mean, but, you know, <laughs> hey, listen, I try to be the same on air as off. I mean, that, that I think is pretty true, wouldn't you say, AJ? Yes. I mean, probably I take off 5% of the edge on air, but that's about it. <laughs> what would you say? I, think I was, I was going to go 5 to 10 probably seems more fair. Well, listen, if they could see my facial expression sometimes with Mackenzie, they would, it would be right. <laughs> the, I might not be screaming what I'm feeling, but. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Let me just say it like that. Okay, but really the question I was asking you is which of those two bets, meaning would you want to bet the futures pool with one of those guys or would you rather bet the uh, heads-up matchup, which is effectively um, you know, one-third or, or one-fourth of the, of the VIG? Yo, I would obviously r- rather bet the, the heads-up. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Um, Okay, I'm not going to do any more rhetorical questions with you, I don't think. They don't always go so well, because you think they're a trick question. And then you start thinking it through. Now, who would I rather? And then then you don't want to say it fully. She would go, I think in most, ca- in most cases. I mean, when you, say, when you say it just based on the hold alone, I'd want to bet the, the head-to-head. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. You should have said it like, there's no, you know, no doubt about it, babe. See, right now, I'm angry. But I'm not showing it. Kind of <laughs> not. Kind of is. Right? All right. So last thing, how much is Tiger being bet? Because you might, you might be thinking, you know, RJ, they can put those odds up there. But, I mean, who's betting them? Who, who's such a sucker? Well, the Westgate, which is a book in Vegas. They're a fairly sharp book. They're fairly player-friendly. Uh, but they have a guy there who actually really knows his golf. And, you know, different book uh, bookmakers will have different expertises. And uh, they got a guy that really focuses on the golf. And if you look at it, the amount of Tiger betting action, and I'm going by memory right now, so correct me, AJ, is he was fourth in ticket count and fourth in cash count. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Name the, the, the top three golfers ahead of him in ticket count. I don't. I don't have that information. Oh, I just you, had that. He right was there on fourth. the screen, AJ. Oh, I apologize. There you go. Cameron Smith, Colin Morikawa, and Brooks Kepka, the three ahead of him. Okay. If I happen to ask the, about the cash, is there any chance you'd have that? I would have that. Jordan Spieth, number one. Colin Morikawa, and your guy Louis Oosthuizen, third. Is that right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's like Texas Tech getting beat in the NCAA tournament. <laughs> All right. So this is what I'm gonna do. I'm going to let you guys guess how I'm going to be feeling during the break. And then 
when when we're done with the break, you're not even going to know. It's going to be like, boy, RJ, he seems kind of chipper all of a sudden. And I'm not going to say I drink, you know, like a quick shot of beam or anything. It's not that. It's <laughs> not that. But I'm going to be, I'll just have a glass of water and just kind of smile. Think of things, you know, hey, things can always be worse. Right, AJ? They could always be worse. That's right. You got that in front of you? You got that part? I do have that part. (laughs) (laughs) And we're going to talk LeBron James. I'm going to make a prediction that is so specific, and I'm so sure I'm going to be right. It's about LeBron the rest of the season. You're going to be impressed. Stay tuned. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. What a wonderful day to join us. I'm having, I'm in a great mood. <laughs> and in just a minute, I'm going to give you, I think, a really juicy bet coming up. And I'm going to make a prediction that's going to be very specific and very impressive. This is the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Audience has doubled in the last year plus. That's because of you. And we're going to keep making sure you get a great value listening to the show. If you're a better or not a better, it doesn't matter. We're going to deliver. If you keep spreading the word, we'll keep growing. And we'll keep having a show. Wow, everyone wins. I like that. I like that. You can listen on the iHeartRadio app. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas here in Vegas on the Strip. For the third time in two weeks, it's a lucky 77 degrees. The neon is pumping. All right, RJ, the L.A. Lakers season has come to an end. The loss last night to Phoenix combined with the Spurs upset win over the Nuggets have resulted in the Lakers being mathematically eliminated from the play-in. And just think if they had even made the play-in, let's say at 10, they would have had to win two games. I mean, it's like they were so far from the playoffs it wasn't even funny, as they used to say in the hills where I grew up. But I'll tell you this, is the odds entering the season, if you said, you know, Westbrook, I don't think he could shoot so well. I'm not sure he's the type to evolve with other teams, or, you know, with his teammates. I'm going to say Lakers missed the playoffs. $100 would have won you $1,600. 16 to 1 payoff. That's nice. That's nice. That's but I don't juicy. Think, I don't think many people bat it. I don't think many people bat it. Um, I'm going to make a prediction. Well, let's talk a little Lakers broadly. I think Colin had a great point today on Fox Sports Radio right here at The Herd. Is He made the point that... I, that, that this Lakers team... I'm not sure. Let me think about this. I agree with it, but I'm not sure I totally agree with it. But I think it got me thinking. And maybe that's what makes a great point. And the general point is that there's not many moves for the Lakers to make. And it really wasn't a matter of, you know, and there's no way standing Pat's going to be the answer, I guess is his general point. And the real trump card in that was 11 to, you know, they had 21 games where all three played. And it was 11 wins and 10 losses, uh, is what he quoted. So I think it's very fair to say 11 wins, 10 losses is not, you know, not going to win a championship, that kind of play. But remember something LeBron has had starts with different groups of key players before. And typically, because LeBron's game is a lot about passing. It's not like, you know, MJ, not that he ever left the Bulls because he didn't have to chase titles. He just, wherever he was, there was titles going to be won. But, you know, LeBron's jumped around like, you know, left, right, center, whatever. And every time he goes to a different place, there's different players there. I give him credit that his game involves the integration of the other players and passing. And he's like a Magic Johnson in some ways. I, you know, I actually really like that part of his game. But he's always started slow 
with new players around him. And you might say, well, this Lakers team, he was there last year, so was AD. Okay, those two were. Who else? Right? I mean, obviously Westbrook is the key integration point. Never really happened. And other players playing a bigger role this year. Obviously a lot of older players, but... And what did the... uh, Miami Heat do with the big three when LeBron was in the peak of his powers. You could make the case LeBron in that those first couple that first Miami year was right on the cusp of his pinnacle. He probably reached his pinnacle maybe the second year in Miami, I'd say. It's just a, you know, guess or an estimate. But he's right at that time and they famously started the season Below, I, what was it? You remember Mackenzie? It was like, was it? Yeah, nine and eight. Nine, nine and eight when the Eric Spolstra, uh, Fire Eric Spolstra website was started. I remember that fondly. All right, so they started. So 17. <laughs> that's what I recall. 17 games, nine wins, eight losses. 11 wins, 10 losses. Doesn't seem that different to me. It's not that different, actually. It's not. And the idea that more time could help. I don't think that's absurd. And I mean, in a way, it was getting ridiculed. And I'm not so sure even if they play as well as they can together, those three, that they're, in fact, I don't think they're a title contender. But I do think it's possible those three playing together and getting more familiar with the Lakers, with Westbrook being the obviously the third with LeBron and AD in this example or this discussion. And if you picked up, let's say, two or three decent role players, so now, you know, you're maybe seven deep. Now, that's a different story because to me, it's not just those three not playing well together or the AD injury or LeBron's injuries, or or I guess the plural should be with AD. But, well, LeBron's having an injury after every night, and that's going to get to my prediction in a second. (laughs) But the fact is, I think it's probably 30% them not having the time to, to, to be cohesive, the big three. And it's probably 70% just a lack of talent. But, hey, who's at fault for that? Because every player below 37 or so, LeBron wanted out of town whenever he got to town. If you look right. at the all-star team, if you look at the team of players that played with the Lakers from the last time they made the playoffs till LeBron came – because in theory, all that time before, between Laker playoff appearances was about being ready to get a LeBron and have a really rock-solid team. And, I mean, you look at Randall, he was one of the earliest guys picked in that era. He could he'd be like, could be like the eighth man on that team for getting salary for a minute. So, I mean... We could take them off, but it's like these are some really good. I mean, you look around the league, Mackenzie, I'd say what? There's six, seven former Lakers that are making real contributions to playoff teams, wouldn't you say? Definitely. Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, uh, just to name a couple. Well, Lonzo Josh Ball. Hart. Yeah, Lonzo, Lonzo Ball was like the key part of the Bulls' first half of the season where they were the number one ATS team. Yeah, and, and he played well. Off without him. He played well with the Pelicans. I mean, and he got a big. I mean, when a guy's getting what was it, what was a seventy million dollar contract or whatever. I mean, not a year, but you know, multiple years. When you're getting that kind of deal, and you're an out, and you're just a cast off. Four years, eighty five million, Lonzo Ball. Yeah. So I mean, to me, 
he was cast away because they said it's all about AD. Oh, like literally by statute, the Lakers couldn't have given up any more picks. So they had started out in pick swaps because <laughs> you can only give up so many right. picks. So it's like, uh, I think it's only three years. That I, I don't remember. I think in the NFL, it can only be three years out. But there's different limitations in the NBA because they don't want owners to, let's say, completely trade everything and get cash back. That's what they were afraid of back in the 70s. Like Finley did that with the A's, you know, just trade everyone. But, you know, I think he traded Reggie. Uh, no, he, Reggie was with the Angels, but he traded some big guys. And it was like, OK, give me a draft pick, maybe. But give me uh, two million bucks. You know, it was like in um, Goodwill Hunting. Remember when Will was didn't go to one of the meetings, and Batman went to the meetings and he was saying, "All right," <laughs> he was saying, uh, "Give me a how much money you got?" They're like 130 bucks. He goes, "All right, give that to me." <laughs> it was like that's what you know. So they they try to prevent that. So the Lakers gave up all they could, including swaps. And oh, by the way, the Pelicans have that pick this year. It could be the number one pick. It's not protected. So listen, LeBron, the GM. Let me think. F. Well, it, it, going into next season, the 2022-23 season, the three guys, Russ, LeBron, and AD, make up 74% of the cap figure for next season. So they, there's not a lot of wiggle room for them to improve this thing. Now, based upon that winning time on HBO, you might think someone in the Lakers might like put a hit out on them or something. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. And I'm talking about Westbrook. But, I mean, what I'm saying is that that show – have you watched any of that, AJ? I haven't watched I, – I started an episode, and something happened that I had to stop watching, and I haven't gotten to get back to it. I'm guessing dinner. It might, I mean, more than likely. Dinner got called. It's like yeah, that usually stops everything. <laughs> you heard the oven. You heard the oven close like on the way out, and it was like, okay, this show pauses. I, so here's a you, question, RJ. I, I, it, it, four years that LeBron's been in LA, two missed playoffs, a seven seed, and a first round elimination, and the bubble title. Is LeBron's term in LA a success to the Lakers did the late did the Lakers make the right move by bringing LeBron because he did bring him a title I have a strong answer for this and I'm going to give you my prediction first though be sure to catch live editions of straight out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern 3 p.m. Pacific Fox Sports Radio I'm AJ Hoffman he's the voice of Vegas RJ Bell here's the thing about that Lakers title it was I don't diminish it because it was in the bubble. It was a di- hey, listen. It was different, and it could have been a benefit. It could have hurt, but it was different. They handled it. That showed LeBron's you know strong suit of maturity, keeping his team focused when others in the bubble weren't. I give him credit for that. I think in the moment it's disappointing the whole thing, the whole tenure, because they weren't able. The hardcore fans weren't able to attend any of those games. So it's like winning a title that you weren't there for. And then there wasn't a parade, you know, so it was like it felt like it happened almost like in a dream or something, I think, in a way. I think in 10 years, it's going to mean be just as meaningful. And they would look at these four years as a success. But I think in the moment, it feels especially with the recency bias of how it feels now. And the fact that, I mean, listen, if LeBron even drops 10 percent. Uh, I mean, what, what, and Anthony Davis doesn't get healthy all of a sudden. 
I mean, is it me or the Lakers might not even make, like, say, the uh, second round of the playoffs for the next five, six, seven years? Because these they're not going to have any draft choices. LeBron's just getting older. I mean, where do, how do they climb their way out of this hole? I don't know. You got to find the next LeBron James because if you remember before <laughs> LeBron got there, they were they five years in a row they'd missed the playoffs and no more than thirty five wins in any of those five seasons. So you're saying Bronny James? Uh, maybe that's what it is, but they've got to find some some kind of superstar answer that can just drag them by himself to something because he's going to leave this place in ruins. It looks like. So as AJ, he hates giving real strong opinions. I'll say the following. Bronny is not the next LeBron. He is not the next LeBron. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. All right. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take our final break. When we come back, I'm going to give you that LeBron prediction. of AJ, he was just jibber-jabbering. I apologize. I'm going to give you that LeBron prediction. And I'm going to give you a bit. Mackenzie, there's day baseball tomorrow, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, we got some baseball to give you. That's it's a it's a system you're gonna want to look at, and we got a couple of golf picks for the Masters. Stay tuned. He's RJ Bell. I'm AJ Hoffman. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, right here on Fox Sports Radio. Right out of Vegas. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. 
Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm A.J. Hoffman. And delivering on the tease. And listen, I deliver on at least 52% of the teases I do. (laughs) 52.5. Yeah, right in that range. 0.3. Let's just say profitable. A little bit over (laughs) 52.38, which is the VIG. All right. Is Tiger or (laughs) Tiger Woods. Is when it comes to LeBron, you might think the season's over. They're eliminated. Failure. He's been banged up. Oh, my gosh. If there's any time to rest, it's now. Don't put miles on him. (laughs) You naive child. He needs two more games to qualify for the scoring title. Now, if he somehow missed the game, if they would put in a uh, zero uh, point game and figure out what he would do if he had zero. But right now, him and Embiid are within a tenth of a point for the scoring title. LeBron wants this. I swear, it's my personal belief. If the Lakers could have made the playoffs and won in the first round and lost in the second, or LeBron can win this scoring title, he would have taken the scoring title. I don't. I can't prove it, but I know it. <laughs> and what you're going to see here, and what you've seen, is something unlike anything we've ever seen. A player playing 40 plus minutes one night, scoring over 30 some points. And then the next, all of a sudden, there's always an injury off of that game, and then he's out a game or two. And when he comes back, do you think he comes back for 18 minutes, maybe 22? No. Another 40, another 40 points, and then he's out a game or two. Three games left, he's going to play in two of them. I'm that specific. He's not going to play in three, he's going to play in two. He's going to score over 60 points in those two games. I'm going to be that specific. That seems impossible. We'll see. And he still might not win the scoring title. I I would love that. You just wait, though. You just wait. And by the way, we'll talk about tomorrow because tomorrow is the first of those three games. But I actually believe what you're going to see is a good bet on the over here because his number has been about 30, 30 and a half on the over under. They're not accounting for, at least at the open, his extra motivation. If it's 30, 30 and a half, over, 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 bet it early. Okay, we got some masters. We got one audio pick from a true expert. But but AJ discovered this fellow, so let's let him do the honors. Yeah, let's go to James Ledbetter for his best bet on the masters. For my best bet, I have Jordan Spieth, top 10, plus 210, which can be found on DraftKings. 
You know, Jordan loves Augusta. He has five top three finishes in his eight starts here. And Jordan's iron play is really starting to trend in the right direction. He's picked up strokes on his approach shot in five straight events coming into the Masters. We've harped on this. Uh, you know, Augusta is a second shot golf course. Even go back to last Sunday at the Valero Texas Open. Jordan shot a final round 67, you know, bogey free, picked up six shots with uh, with his approach shot. So that's moving where we want it to be, especially for a course like Augusta, which can be so tricky uh, around the greens. You have to uh, you have to hit you have to hit greens. And you have to leave it in the right spot. So with his track record here, his world class short game, I feel very comfortable playing uh, Jordan Speed for my best bet. And then just recapping that, that's Jordan Speed top ten plus two ten. And there you go. And we've got one more from Will Doctor. We're short on time, so I'll just give it to you. Russell Henley, top 20 plus 155. Basically the best iron player in the game. A lot of the similar handicap. So Russell Henley, top 20 at plus 155 for the Masters is Will Doctor's best bet. And there's different ways you can bet, obviously, to win. You can bet top 10. You can bet top 20. You can bet making the cut. So it's the question is, where's the sweet spot, do you think? Because certain golfers have a style, have a game that is very steady Eddie, but they're not going to ever be at the, or hardly ever at the very top of a, of a major, but maybe they're between 15 and 30 a lot. Well, you know what? You maybe would say make the cut with them. Some golfers are hit or miss, right? It's like they're either going to be like in on the leaderboard or miss the cut. Well, you're going to want to bet them to win the tournament. So in general, it's a handicap on the golfer, and then it ends up being a handicap on, or the golfer's uh, ability on this course. And then it's a handicap on what kind of bet is going to best take advantage of that ability. And the Masters is a very unique course, so certain styles do better here. And iron play is clearly one of those styles. I'm going to give you an early baseball opening day best bet. Now, we have a system here, and the system is pretty strong. And it's and we won't get into the exact numbers, but if the of the um, money line because it gets a little confusing. But from a small favor, all the way up to minus 300, on opening day, those teams do exceptionally well. Mackenzie, give us the record. 146. 100. It's 68% of the time. 146 and 68 going back to 2004. Okay, now whenever you have a big um, uh, baseball is not your forte, AJ, uh, uh, the betting of it, uh, but whenever you have something where you're laying 150 sometimes, 175, really the win percentage isn't the issue, right? Because, I mean, if I bet a 200 favorite all the time, I better hit, you know, over 60%. So um, there's going to be a net plus number there do you have it in front of you that is plus 35.8 units okay so this is a you know it was almost a 10 percent roi on these bets now i'm only going to give you one of them because i don't one i don't want too much volume and two i don't want too much volume myself i think the mets fit this the best i like the line move i like that they're not at home it doesn't matter if you're home but i think the mets might feel pressure at home so i'm going to do an rj normal best bet this is a best bet though on the Mets, minus 125. And tomorrow will be the first game for some other teams. So we'll look at the system and pick another one tomorrow. What do you think, AJ? I think it's a pretty incredible system, like a pretty incredible run. And I think, I, you know, the Mets, looking at the teams that were in that category, the Mets seemed like the best choice to me as well. Good show. 
All right, if you missed any of today's show, including what I think was a, an incredible breakdown of how to play Tiger Woods and what it means for him at this Masters, you can check out the podcast, first segment, foxsportsradio.com. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 o'clock Vegas time. We'll discuss how Tiger's round went and baseball's back. He's R.J. Bell. I'm A.J. Hoffman. We are straight out of Vegas. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.